0: Welcome back to Howards on Main. It's the Lakeland Sports Guys. I'm Tom Carroll, Chris Cox sitting beside me. We've got the coach back in the house, back from the beach, Stan Spivey here as well. And a lot to talk about. We'll get into the College World Series. Game number three tonight, 7 o'clock, should be a lot of fun. Also, the Braves in action over the weekend. The best series, probably in the entire year so far, was Cincinnati and Atlanta. And those three days that were up there, one run games, all three of them, one win extra innings, the other two, seven, six scores, but gosh, it was a hitter's dream park uh, up there at uh, the Great American Ballpark to go along with that. So we've got that to talk about. We'll get into uh, a little bit of the NBA because it affects a couple of guys, well, three of them to be exact, from in and around the state of South Carolina, as far as that goes. I know you'll be happy to talk a little NBA. I'm looking. I'm waiting for another table to take off. Like you were out there earlier when the table took All off. All the umbrellas. Yeah, it's windy outside today. It's hot, but uh, the wind, the way it's blowing right now, those umbrellas in front of Howard's, they decided to become helicopters and take off. Uh, but you know, Caroline did a good job getting out there and, and uh, knocking them back, wrestling, wrestling, them back. wrestling with them. Yeah to go along with it. Um, We'll also get into post-20. They got a couple of victories tonight, or this weekend, I should say, but they'll be in action again tonight. They're going on the road up to take on Anderson, and that'll be, uh, I think, an 8 o'clock start, so an hour later than normal uh, with all that. So we'll get into uh, some of their uh, happenings that happened over the weekend. They had a doubleheader on Saturday, so won both of those. We'll give you details on that to go along with it. And somewhere in there... Um, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the portal and where everybody sits as of right now, <laughs> as far as the the Division One teams, the power teams uh, that are out there, um, the five conferences, the five power conferences, um, and it's it's surprising. I, you know, it's like I told you guys, we'll see uh, if if anybody else can guess how many <laughs> how many the Colorado took out of the portal. <laughs> <laughs> go along with all of now, that. So. Not
1: only did they take out, everybody else took out, and there's still that many more left to be taken if you want to take and, somebody. And
0: I'm sure they've got some more. This there. Indiana's <laughs> right behind them. They had a bunch that ended up vacating, as did Syracuse. So uh, those are probably the three biggest teams that are out there that ended up taking a bunch of players out of the portal as yeah, of right now. And Syracuse is interesting for me as far as that goes. I,
2: I, I never, As far as like a football part aspect of it, I never thought of Syracuse as a football school. And then, of course, now we have Josiah, who's going up there to play football. I mean, it's a little more surprising. Um, What do you think about the fact that he's anti-Portal? I'm anti-NIL. What are you anti, Tony? I'm anti-both of those. Okay. (laughs) And so, and I'm working on getting a couple of shows together lined up with guys that are going to try to convince me that I'm wrong, and yet y'all are all with me. So, I think we we'll just let that show stay where yeah, it's at. Well, and the thing is, is
0: you know, we, we're we're old school, and you know, this is all new school, and it's not going anywhere. As as you've been telling everybody, and um, eventually something's going to have to be done. I think the NCAA has realized that, and uh, they're looking for some help and coming up with some guidelines and things of that nature. So, we may see here, not this year, maybe two years down the road, three years down the road, some. Well, you know, some hardline rules. The
1: best way to stop that stuff is for one of them to stand up and say, "I got a lawsuit," and that everything goes out the window. Then, so that's how we got in this mess, and that's the only way we're gonna get out
2: of it. <laughs> <laughs> Congress what, is already dealing with live in Saudi, so we can sir, go yeah. ahead and let the Senate well, take yeah. care of the. Yeah, other.
1: Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> how can you tell one kid at 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 this at school A over here? Well, we we'll give you a million dollar nil deal, but. The same, you know, the kid over here at another school. Well, that's just that The
0: money's you know, ridiculous. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, and it's crazy. And once uh, the money gets right, you know what? I'm probably not gonna argue.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Probably somebody hit the wrong button. <laughs> no, we both had the ringtone. Well, you we <laughs> no. had converted
0: you yet. No, you still I, got I, the,
2: I, uh,
1: I'm, I'm still not into that
2: ringtone, but um. <laughs> uh, Anyway, we both were looking at our phones. right? Like, <laughs> because
0: yeah, I, I always leave mine on. I'm the guilty party most of <laughs> yeah. the time. Well, I usually turn it off, but I was guilty this time around. So. You but,
1: go. you know, and getting back to that, it's, I agree with you. If they can get the money right, and it's got to be the money right, it's got to be across the board and not just to power five schools. Uh, you know, just watching the NCAA baseball over the last couple of weeks, look at the number of kids that were playing at smaller schools that were given the opportunity i mean and i'm using coastal because i you know they've had two or three kids that they gave them an opportunity to come and play college baseball on this team and coastal's a pretty good program they're not bottom feeders by any means and then all of a sudden you know the kids are down there for two years and then, oh, well, I want to go play at Florida. I want to go play at LSU. I want to go here. I want to go there. Come on. There's got to be some loyalty somewhere. This was the team that gave you your shot. Now, you you owe it to them. But that, <laughs> no, like I, you said, Tom, we're old school. And in <laughs> old school, that's the way it would have happened. Yes, but, <laughs> It don't happen that way anymore, and yes. I just can't get used to it.
2: I, but, see, that's the thing. I don't think we should have to get used to it. I think if if I look at Tom Carroll and he recruits me and I say, I appreciate you recruiting me, I, I'm going to love to come and play for your universe, that's what it should still be. Yeah. It should never have gotten to the point where it – and people aren't going to like what I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. You let the inmates run the asylums now. Yeah. You're letting the players and the parents decide how much money that their kids are going to play. And that's where it came from. You take a guy like a and I you know, I'm not a big young guy, a really right. good football player. Right. As far as a coach, I, I wouldn't send my son to play for Deion Sanders, I can tell you. But these coaches today, they look at like and I always use Dylan Riola, the kid that committed to Florida and they didn't pay him enough and now he's sitting with the quarterback room with a thousand other quarterbacks at Georgia where he's not gonna play. He won't stay there this year. I promise you he'll be out for that reason, because mm-hmm. them other kids have stayed, and this kid jumping them ain't gonna mean that. Because there's two more guys, and we just It's funny because Max Preps just listed their top three quarterbacks. He's one of the top three. One of the other ones is going to Georgia too, and we know who else is Georgia. <laughs> can, can, so we anybody, Griffin, can we get anybody? Can we get anybody from there staying? Do you want any of those guys? I don't want Gunnar back. I don't want Gunner because
1: he did us I, wrong. I, I think you know. I want them for the right reasons. Right. Not to, you know, don't don't come to my school because I can give you more money than the school you're at right now. You know, the money shouldn't even be a, a factor in it. It needs to go back to the old days. We're giving you an opportunity to get an education, and it's gonna cost you very little money, if any at all. Uh, you can graduate from this school and, you know, have a degree, whether you play sports going forward or not would be up to you and your work ethic and your ability. But the one thing that you have, and that I can guarantee you, is that you will, well, we used to say guarantee that you would graduate, but then you got Bennett the 28th that was in school for (laughs) 10 years and still hadn't got a degree. They're not there for that anymore. Stan. I didn't even. No, that's not even no. the agenda now.
2: Yeah. It's not even to go to that next level. Like yeah. what I always think about is NFL, NBA, yeah. Major League Baseball. That's not the agenda now. The agenda for parents now is how much money can this kid make while he's in college? Mm-hmm. And I mean, so you you totally just flipped the whole base. This kid's not playing for anything now. Yeah, it's yeah. no longer about that. And education. that's what I said. Who is yeah. who is checking? Who who has the job to con- to check to see if these kids are still going to class? Yeah. That's what I want to know because if it's about the money and that guy's already getting the check, if he's not going to class and they're still paying him, that's on the university. Then, mm-hmm. I so, agree. All right, that's well. I job. mean,
1: but that's just like the kid from Vanderbilt that was going into the portal and go to Kentucky for another for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> now, you know, I might not, have, I might have been born at night, but it wasn't last <laughs> night. Uh, I think that degree from Vanderbilt. Might carry just a little more weight than the one from the University of Kentucky. Nothing against the University of Kentucky and the educational process that they have. But just to get in Vanderbilt, you have to have something between the ears. And you will graduate from that school with a
2: degree that you can go make all the money you want to make with. It wasn't until Coach Mason got to Vanderbilt that they were getting the athletes. Yeah. And I don't know how it translated the word that you know because, like you say, I, there's no way I would even well, apply well, to Vanderbilt.
1: Well, Vanderbilt <laughs> goes goes along like with Coastal. I mean, they're that school out there. They go out and they find these players. They find players.
0: Find the smart that, players That's
1: that that mean. want to come to school, have the right work ethic. They get them up there, and then that dollar sign starts jumping in their eyes from mom and daddy. Well, why don't you transfer over here to this school and and, and you can make more money than you making at Vanderbilt? They're not they're not understanding the reason that you're going to a school. Mm-hmm. You're going to that school
0: to get an education.
2: They go to that school not to get paid. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's what it amounts to. Clemson had four that entered the portal and um, two wide receivers, a defensive lineman, and I forgot who the fourth was. Um, but they also got the quarterback from uh, Arizona State, so their quarterback room is sitting pretty as of right now, mm-hmm. uh, with four quarterbacks that are going to be there. Carolina right now has twelve that they got from the portal, and the I'm looking down the line of all, and and there's most of them are pretty good until you get to my alma mater, where you had Sydney Fuger, from Western Illinois, that somehow some way Beamer decided, well, he's he's got you know he's got talent, I guess, but this, he's coming off a team last year that was zero and eleven. And they only had three games that were even close. Everything else was by 12 points or more. But he may have been the best player it, on that team. He wasn't, though. He wasn't even the well, best line offensive line. He's filling yeah. the yeah. need we need. That's <laughs> what it is. So it is it need. Need. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping that, that he sees, that maybe maybe it's a coaching thing or something of yeah. that nature where they see that he fits in better here. He's the lineman, right? He's the offensive lineman. He's, yeah. he's the big He's big cat. That's why he's there. Six, five, we, three, maybe we taking a
2: shot. Let's just say Beamer's taking a shot, but I, every time, and I know you get mad at me a lot of times when I do it, but I said I put it on every time I put something in, in our, on our website about the the portal or nil. You live by it, you die by it, and mm-hmm. Beamer, that's going to happen to Beamer. Speaking of portal, and I'm going to tie it into baseball really quick. Paul Skeens, you know where you're committed to? You know where you started playing baseball? Air Force. Air Force. So, think about what Air Force team they make get <laughs> they don't play baseball, but now
1: he did say too in an interview that I heard with him that uh once his playing career is over and uh it may come sooner, he said he has a a dedication to the armed forces, and he wants to Let's be in to the period. armed forces uh but you know, six eight guys don't fit in jets. Too <laughs> I was gonna well. say they don't fly around <laughs> you too <know>? much. <laughs> you got to have five eight or below, I think that's part of it. But they got that
2: hundred mile an hour fastball though. Yeah. <laughs> so but, I just thought know, I was a good breed. That yeah. you know, he's an airport guy. And and
1: a lot of people say that his two years at Air Force made him the person he is now. It was just like going through the training and having the discipline to know. You know, I have got to do this, this, and this. He learned that he had to get sleep, that you can't party all night and go out and throw (laughs) 100-mile-an-hour fastballs the next day. I got to get – he learned his body. He grew Mm -hmm. into his body at Air Force, and it made him the pitcher he is today, and he'll never forget it. And I think he even invited uh, the Air Force coach, his pitching coach, to come down to the College World Series. Now (laughs) – I don't know if that might have been tied into a NIL deal or something. He might have paid for the cat to come, but uh the guy was there, you know, and so he he still has that uh, military I think he came from a military family to be honest and he's from and, Pullerton, California, and so, so. you know it's, uh he said he would like to go back and, and, and serve his time in the military.
2: Like I said, I respect him as far as that goes. I mean, Mm -hmm. and I think that you'll probably see that Air Force coach and that LSU coach in in the Major League Draft coming up in July because I think he will be one or two in that draft. Oh, yeah. And I imagine LSU's going to have another player with him because Cruz is right there with him on one and two. Well, but,
1: you know, do you have eligibility left? If you do, do you come back?
2: No. I think baseball is that sport that you say, you know what, it's too easy to throw my arm out and –
1: it's too easy to throw your arm out, but even, you know, where are they going to put me? Are they going to sit me in the rookie league, and then I'm going to have to go through A ball, double-A ball, triple-A ball?
2: I don't think skeen has got to worry about that one. I think the, the sheer fastball, and I think what he's done in this World Series, I don't think he will ever see single-A, double-A, or I'll even say triple-A. I think this is a guy that this is that that once-in-a-million long-shot gym at a pitcher like a Randy Johnson-type guy, and I think if you're – Let's say the Miami Marlins, you go get him. <laughs> I'm just I, well, he geez, don't want
1: he don't want to go to a program that his no. college team's out drawing him in attendance. Well, so. that's
2: true. And see, <laughs> but see now we already got Sam thinking about <laughs> steps being the twenty He's thinking in that aspect there that he can do more at the college ring than he can in the pro. Yep. The mindset's already set for this kid. That's what I'm saying about NAL and all. That mindset is backwards. Mm-hmm. You should want to get to that next level to go against guys your age. Now, we'll see how Stetson does with the 30-year-olds and stuff when he gets to play with them, but they'll be retired from the NFL by
0: then because they're. All right, I don't. I didn't want to leave Georgia out uh, of the NIL, or I should not the NIL. They're probably <laughs> leading it, buddy. <laughs> but yeah. they uh, probably are. But as far as the transfer portal goes, they only took four. They took a running back uh, from Tennessee, uh, Whitehead. They also have two wide receivers. Ray Ray Thomas is probably the biggest out of Mississippi State that's in- ended up going there, along with Dominic Levitt from Missouri. And then uh, the coolest name, defensive back Smoke Bowie from Texas A and M, gets a chance to. Come up and play at Georgia. So
2: why that was another question for you? Why in the world is Smoke Bowie? Well, I know why. Our buddy's the coach at A and M. That shows you right there, because not many would think there's a difference between A and M and Georgia. I mean, wins and losses. Yeah, because Georgia's won two national championships. Talents there on both uh, sides, and that's why he did it. But I mean, that's the new name in college now. Smoke. The, the running back from Kentucky with Smoke. Uh, what's his name? Here you go. Let's talk about schemes real quick again. I just got an update right here. All of his NIL money has been donated. His, his NIL money has been donated to the charity of his pledge, and he's got four. So that right there, I respect the guy a lot more for that because he he went to it, but he went to it for a reason, and his reason was his grandmother died of cancer was one, so Cancer Society is one of the, the deals that gets the NIL money that he makes. Um, so there's just another feel-good story for him. And I, look, I know Jim still took Florida, man. I don't like LSU, but <laughs> I'm just telling you, I ain't pulling for neither one of them. But we always see where it's all about the money and things, and then that right there goes to show you that the best pitcher in college baseball probably, other than Cangeoli or whatever his name for Florida. Well,
1: I still think skiing's better. Yeah, well really. the two
2: obviously are louder. probably yeah. going to face
0: off tonight. So. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the College <coughs> World Series. It's evened up one and one. Florida absolutely demolished LSU uh, <laughs> Football yesterday. Tour. Saturday was a close game. Came, what, down to 10 innings and then a two-run innings. bomb? 11 yeah. innings, a two-run bomb. Overtime. Um, and but a great goal.
1: baseball game to watch. I mean, a little bit of everything going in.
0: Well, it's, uh, it's interesting now coming into game number three because, you know, LSU, you kind of saw with a 24-4 to drubbing that they had. Um, I don't want to say they gave up, but they started throwing out pictures that weren't going, you know, that – they didn't need for game number 3. They realized this game yeah. was over. So we're going to give some other guys a chance to pitch in the college world series. We'll save these guys for tomorrow night. So they've got some guys that are a little more rested I would think than Florida. Yeah. The thing with Florida though is they've got so, so many, dog, many good yeah. good pitchers throughout yeah. the entire thing um that comes through, you know, come through that uh, that pitching uh, a carousel that they've got that it, it's it's hard to go against them for that and it's almost got the feel right now that with florida being the home team um you know they've they've kind of got the advantage i would think or it seems like it i shouldn't say it seems it feels like it like they've got the advantage that they can do just about anything they want to as far as the pitching goes it's their game to control
1: well i think lsu coming back from the losers bracket having to beat wake twice um and great games, both of those games. And then they came out in the first game of the series. They were still off of the high from the day before when they beat Wade to get to the series. They won a good ball game. I mean, a classic that they'll be talking about in College World Series forever. And that once that game was over with, I think the, I don't know if it's the physical the stress whatever you want to call it they just relaxed they just they were spent they needed a day off and they just took it they took it last night we saw <clears throat> once it got past about the fourth inning yeah lSU was just basically taking a day off mm-hmm. just going through the motions let's just get out of here we don't care what score is we're going to play again tomorrow night it don't matter I just think it was their and, own mindset to go be, in with. Well, I do too, but, you know, I can understand how. It they could have ended pitch. last
2: night, though, had they, when they had gone with the pitcher they wanted to pitch, they could have ended it last night. We wouldn't but be talking I, about a game tonight. I think they still
1: want to pitch Skeen again. And, uh, I, you know, we talked <laughs> about this last week. You know, you, you've got Skeen, yeah, he's their number one guy. But, you know, then you got Cooper coming in on the back end. That's really all they got. Well, they you just, know, the other guys played okay, and and kept teams down, and the LSU bats won some games for them. But
2: uh, I just, I, if it, if I I I'm the coach, Florida's I'd go gone the opposite. Just, I think I Florida's
1: just got better
0: pitching, up and down the batting order, and yeah. Skeens isn't oh. the projected starter, although he is projected to pitch sometime yeah. tonight. They've got, they're going, they just went with uh, Thatcher Hurd as yeah. their starting pitcher against uh, Calinoni. Go along with that. Calinoni so. is really yeah. good. Well, well,
1: we'll see where that – it's going to come down to the bats and who can play – who can make the big defensive plays that we've seen in every one of these games. There's been one or two big plays that were made that either saved the game or lost the game.
2: I think Jim, if Jim was here, you know what he would say. He said, look, you still got a number one overall, I mean a number two overall seed and a number five overall seed. Mm-hmm. What are you still talking about for? <laughs> I took Florida. You should take Florida. That's what Jim would tell me today. Mm-hmm. So I just throw Jim in there. He's he's probably still at Miami Stadium, as you saw. Probably. Him. Did you see he was, at, he was at Marlin Park? He wanted me to see it, so he sent it to <laughs> me. Uh, so I, he may be converting pretty soon, but I think oh, it's going to be a great game. And I think it's a great game. <laughs> Tonight, it's going to be a great game. But if I'd been the coach, I'd I'd said, you know what, I don't care about Monday. I'm going to finish this thing up on Sunday. We're going to go two games and none. Yeah, but
1: if your best pitcher, you know, you're bringing him back on two days rest instead of three. I'm going to take my chance that Skeen knows his body. And Skeen says, okay, I can go. I can throw 70 pitches. Well, we're going to start the other guy. If he don't get out the first, you be ready to go because we're going to get 70 pitches out
2: of you. Well, my question would be with that is why? I, to me, I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm going to pitch Skeens if he gives me seventy. That's the seventy pitches. I ain't going to worry about some other guy right, coming right. off that. Bench. And I
1: can bring Cooper in exactly to finish because you the got game a off. number two guy. I yeah. mean,
2: and that's what's going to happen, Skeens. And that's what's going to happen. Let's just yeah. go ahead and put on the table. Stan's right about it. They're going to put up two or three in the first, and you're going to see skeins coming from that little bullpen or whatever. He probably won't ever go down there because he's going to be loose as it is. And he's going to come in, and he's going to give you how many About the
1: third inning, he's, they're going to put him in, <laughs> and he's going to pitch to about the eighth or seventh. He's going to get and 70, then 80 that, pitches. Then, that, then they'll bring Cooper in to close out the game. If they're up, if their bats are going, I don't think that Florida can repeat what they did last night,
0: I still think it's going to be double that, double digits for yeah. each team. I think I'm looking at like a 10, 11, 11, 12 kind of uh, game uh, here. That's what I was kind it, of looking like it, the other time.
1: It could be, but I, you know, I just those kind of ball games are easy to flush for the team that got beat because you just say, hey, you know, flush it, it's over with. But the team that scored all them runs, now they coming in thinking we can score that many again tonight, and all of a sudden. They're not making the contact with the ball like they were last night and hitting two home runs in one inning and hitting grand slams and everything else. Oh, wait a minute. So they start to doubt themselves a little bit. But <laughs> we'll see. It's, it's gonna, I think it's going to be a fun game. I hope it's entertaining. I hope it's not another blowout like it was last night. That just got ridiculous <laughs> after about the second inning, third inning.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. The bullpen for Florida has been decent with Fisher and Neely and that crew that's coming in as well. So I, I, I don't know. I think this it, it's either going to go one or two ways. It'll go a pitchers mm-hmm. matchup and very low scoring like it was in game number one, or we can just see you know, the way I think it's going to go. We're going to see t- double digits for both teams. I'm
2: thinking it's going to be Dylan Cruz and Tommy White. Those are the two guys for LSU you better watch. It's, you know, you talking about Tommy White being a leadoff hitter. Those guys right there, between the two of them in, in both of the games, well, not the game last night, but the other two games, I mean, they've been on fire with those two. That's what I'm saying. If I knew that I had Cruz and White coming up in the top parts of my lineup, Ski would be my man right off the bat because I'm going to say, you know what, I can put three or four spot on the road, and then ain't nobody hitting ball skis. And if they do, I got, I got my man behind him. We're good. So, we'll see. That, that's where we see what kind of manager, Paul, what's his name, Malioli, Malioli or whatever, what kind of coach he really is to, see, to get it done. So, I think, I think they'll be okay. Jim still I'm going with LSU, though. I took Wake. I took I'm going to stick with that, <laughs> that non-Florida team because I also watched the Gamecocks pound them for a series.
1: Well, I, and I think this could come down to, a, like you said, Chris, a managerial. When do I make that call? Do I call for a bunt in this situation or I let him swing away? Do I try to steal a, pick up an extra base some kind of way? You know, uh, the little things that you have to pay. Do I call for a curveball when the guy's throwing 102-mile-an-hour fastballs and getting strikes? You know, I'd say what, it's going to
2: be a coaching
0: mistake that, that, that timers that, the that, outcome. Yeah. Because
2: that's what I've been yeah. waiting on. I've been waiting on that. You know, because you know Sully better than I do because he was at Clemson. I've yet to see him. That was the one difference between he and Coach Tanner. And Stan's right. When do you call a bunt? When do you call it this or the other? And I've been waiting on that coaching mistake, and, and that's what we saw in the Carolina series. He right. made two blunders in that one. He pitched the one kid on a day's rest or something in Carolina and just hit him out of the ballpark. So I'm waiting on Sully to, to make a mistake, but um, it's going to come down to, like you say, it's going to be – but I'm like you. I'm thinking we're going to be looking at an 8-9-10 game tonight. And it's going to be last, last at bat, wins it probably. Because <laughs> we like extra inning games. We've shown it this year. And How many in the College World Series this year extra inning? Was it six? Been a few. Extra inning yeah, games?
1: Been a few, yeah. But we hadn't had any weather delays this year. Oh, That's no. They'll, be. <laughs> they'll have a tornado tonight. Yeah, knock, knock on wood. Dave. They'll we have a tornado tomorrow. Tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <but they'll laughs> knock on wood. But, uh
0: All right, Um, let's move over to Greenwood Post 20. They were in action over the weekend. Uh, They played a doubleheader against Easley Post 52, a team that they split one and one uh, a couple weeks ago, Uh, You know, each team losing on their home field in that regard. But then Greenwood Post 20 gets rained out a couple of games last – well, all their games last week, and they have to play a doubleheader on Saturday against Easley. They end up winning both of these games – I wouldn't say rather easily. The first game, I guess you would say, was rather easily because it ended up being um, oh, where are my notes? It was like uh, ten to six or something of that nature. Let me double check. Seven nothing shutout, and then they uh, ended up winning the double header four to two in that one uh, to go along with it. But. You know, Camby, from what I understand, ended up with a little tightness in his arm. He only pitched four innings, had to uh, vacate, and they brought in uh, another pitcher, and he was perfect throughout in that game number one uh, that was there. But you, all the games that Greenwood Post 20 has won as of right now have been against easily, so they are um, three and five as of right now. And the teams that they need to beat are who they're playing tonight. they got a tough one up at Anderson tonight, 8 o'clock. And then, of course, Greer is leading uh, the region in Region 6. So we've you know, we got to find a way to end up beating them as well coming up next week in the process of all that. And then throw in the fact that we got to play Evans on Friday night for alumni night. And Evans is, is just, from what I understand, dynamite uh, both on the field and at the bat. So, That will be another tough match. That's Evans-Georgia. Yeah. That's Riverside. That's Westside. That's Lakeside. That might even be (laughs) North Augusta. It also
2: could be North Augusta. It could be. um, And play in the CSRA. That'll
0: be one to go to there. Now, Friday's going to be a good time. Yeah, it should be fun. And then Thursday night, make sure to make plans to come on out to uh, John Afe Stadium at Legion Field because that will be, if you're a veteran, you'll get to get in free. And if you saved your bulletin from Sunday, Mm -hmm. you'll get to in half price to go along with it but do. it's veterans night and we want everybody to come on out uh, all the veterans come out and support american legion baseball
1: if we get to play
0: it <laughs> better <and> not rain <laughs>
1: well, like, well
2: i'm just i feel like we're in seattle right now I, mean, yeah. I know i know we're in the south and i know it's like summertime and you're gonna have these these we call them blow-ups for now you can expect them it's almost like florida mm-hmm. living in florida um the games we gotta win with post 20 is the anderson's the teams that we, Pretty much dominating the years fast. We have got to figure a way to get that game back
0: in. Greer is a fairly new team, are they not? Well, they've been around. They you know, they've been around for a while, but a lot of the folks that were at Greenville because Greenville had two teams. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of right. those folks have ended up going to Greer. So well,
2: that's what. Well, that was where I was kind of because I remember one time Greer play, actually played in the, in that other one with. Um, Above Anderson, I can't think of the name of it. But we got to, we got to win the Anderson series because that was the ones going into this year that we felt like we had a good chance against those teams. And uh, so since, you, since you've since you been – well, have you been on the call yet since? Or have they been on the road? Did they play the other night at home? They played Saturday. Uh, the
0: doubleheaders were at home. At home? Were so you, the, you were on the call then, okay. They, well, yeah. I wasn't on the call. Somebody the else PA, the PA, for me, but, me. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. But uh, tonight they're at Anderson. I think tomorrow night or Wednesday night they are at Greer. So, they've got those two big games then, and then another game against Greer or Anderson on Thursday. I can't remember. Like I said, are.
2: they've been back together now for a good week and a half. Yeah, so, yeah. they should be starting to gel a little bit better. And like I said, unfortunately, the Legion ball works that way. The season's going to be done before these guys are ready to play. They it's, it's, it's only almost, a month long. Yeah, that's what that I'm long. saying. It's
0: about like USF football. But. Yeah, they got so. uh, they got – uh, well, they got doubleheader with Greer. They got Greer Wednesday night at Greer, and then home uh, for Veterans Night on Thursday. And then well, and they that's, get and that's Stewart. a lot of games to play in that's one right. week. That's four games, <clears throat> yeah, four games especially when
1: you like you say. We all know that baseball is a, it's a team sport, and when you start bringing in players from multiple high schools and asking them, it, it's a simple game, but. Just the timing between the shortstop and second baseman to turn a double play, you know, the the pitcher and the catcher. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And once they start gelling, all of a sudden now the season's over.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they say, well, come on, beat playoffs. Let's, let's the playoffs. The playoffs start out, like the second,
0: uh, yeah. second or third week of July. I mean – so
1: we'll wish them well tonight, and hope they can get the game in. I think that's calling for a little bit of rain later on. Well, I in think that's why maybe? they moved it to eight o'clock. Yeah, so maybe to, to try to, to, g- to avoid it. And then you know. it'll be the same thing tomorrow night. So uh, let's just hope they don't have to travel all the way to the grid and turn around, and come back home. <laughs> let's get, <laughs> that a, would let's be. get
0: the ball game in. Yeah, usually they're pretty good about letting them know in advance yeah. before they leave. But they, you know, if the game gets rained out tonight, it'll probably be played tomorrow. Uh, in the process. And then somewhere along the lines, we still have to, uh, I would think, make up a – well, no, we're, I don't even know if we're going to make up that game against um, uh, Mid-Carolina and, and Chapin. That that game may, nev- may not be uh, – Might be one we need, though,
2: Tom. If you think, it might be one we want to make up. <laughs>
1: it, might, it might be one um them, can you sh- show up on Saturday at 3 o'clock and we'll play a doubleheader, we'll play – Mid Carolina, one game, and Chapin, the next.
0: Yeah. All right, so best they like to post 20. We'll see yep. if we can't uh, get a few more details uh, concerning all that. I'm looking at Chapin Newberry, and they are fourth right now. They're two and four overall. So they're kind of in the same boat that Greenwood's in. So uh, they got, may need a game, too. That's yeah. what I'm
2: saying. We, they, it may come down to where we, we actually need those games and we get to play them. So. I don't think it'll hurt us either way because the, the kids want to play. Yeah. So you, you start taking games away from, like I said, it's such a short season anyway, and rain takes half those games. It is what it is. Yeah, I know we were down
1: <laughs> at the beach last week. Of course, I didn't get to get over and, and see any of them, but the Ripken experience was wide open. And my daughter was telling me that they had one team in. They were, came all the way down here for from Cleveland, drove down here with the baseball team, To play at in a tournament or whatever that is over there for a week and uh, all the kids would they would go play games then they're coming back getting in the pool and then they were going and eating and um and all the rain kept hitting (laughs) (laughs) and games were getting moved around and uh, but they they, from what she said from talking to some of the parents they got all the games in they were supposed to get in um but they were having, they were gonna to have to leave like at four o'clock in the no. morning to drive back to Cleveland. So, uh, so Mama didn't get back to work on Monday morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's being addressed also. Uh, it's something that we talked about earlier. That that's, that Ripken, if you've never been to it, it's cool. Yeah, it's neat. It is. And they're actually in the works on building something in Myrtle Beach for this experience. It's an indoor like a facility to where the rain doesn't – because you're talking about, like you said, there may be teams coming from Canada, yeah. California. Yeah. And I think the deal is to maybe try to get it up to where they use this facility, like for uh, Little League World Series games to where they can kind of have stuff. It, it Kind of like neutralize to a Myrtle Beach where – it's a vacation for families to come to uh, That was the one thing I did see that, that Billy and Cal Rickman has looked at the money into building a facility in Myrtle Beach. Uh, and that might be something to go in with Coastal maybe yeah. in conglomeration with those two teams. So, it, but they are looking at it, so that's a good sign.
0: I'm liking it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, sticking with baseball, uh, Atlanta Braves and the Cincinnati Reds had a – a pitcher's duel, duel and then a hitter's yeah. duel to go along where well, you saw all of it um you know a 10 11 win for cincinnati de la cruz is the real deal yeah. he, he goes ahead and hits for the cycle on friday night and then two seven six ball games just when you thought your team was up three four runs and you thought you could breathe a little bit you really couldn't because the other team would come right back in the seventh the uh, sixth seventh or eighth inning For all of this. And and tell you what, as young as Cincinnati is, they're the next Atlanta Braves team that you're going to see there. Atlanta right now just has hitters up and down the lineup. It's just, I mean, there really isn't a weakness other than what I talked about was the splitter who they were going to be facing tonight, a guy that throws that ball. They seem to have a little trouble with. But you're throwing fastballs, curveballs, sinkers. You know, Atlanta can pretty much hit it all. And right now, Cincinnati is just about there. I think they're tonight, close.
2: I think starting a series tonight, you're in a series with what you just dealt with. I think now you're going to face a team in Minnesota with Sonny Gray pitching tonight. That's pretty much unbelievable. This team can play with Atlanta. Can they hit with the Braves? That's what I don't know yet. And they are going against Strider. So it's Strider and Sonny Gray pitching tonight for Atlanta, which would be fun. Like I said, those teams, they, I didn't, couldn't believe that Minnesota's not even better than they are in that. They're first in their region, but our division. But, I mean, hitting the ball, they're not hitting it like they should be. Atlanta, they're banging the baseball, man. They're, they're not even close in percentage of the hitting percentage. So, we'll, like I said, we'll see tonight. But you're wrong about something now. That next team, you better worry about that team in second place behind that East team. <laughs> the Marlins is coming, bro. They, we don't mind Cincinnati. Well, well the owner down there he, and the GM, they like to
1: get rid of players. Though, they do. They, Fire sales are something yeah, we're yeah. synonymous
2: with. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you're right about that, and that's what worries me about that team. But like I said, they, I, I two weeks ago we joked about it, Tom, that we were – Oh, 10 games behind Atlanta, and I, we sit today at 6, so I'm happy where I'm sitting. So. Well, they did well against the Pirates. They won all four games, right? Yeah. yeah we, we played did. well. I mean, like yeah. I said, the pitching's gotten back up, you know. I mean, and like, like I said, I don't even know who we play tonight.
0: But no, I, They're not playing tonight. you got the oh, Red Sox, though, right. coming in tomorrow. Well, that's, that's a team that's pretty they, – they're not very good right now. Either. Yeah. And then here comes the fun part because starting on Saturday, July 1st. We get them. You get two Braves – you get two games at the Braves. To start off the July weekend, the July Fourth weekend, and then you get another. You don't see the Braves again till August, maybe. No, not even August. I was say it's gonna be a little bit. It's later. gonna be September. September <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got three games at home against uh, the Braves. I one everyone our arms will be out. <laughs> Everybody's 17th. on a rotator cuff. And <laughs> yeah. We got to
2: win this. These ones coming up that you just mentioned. There's the ones, and that's that's the thing, Tom. Head to head. We don't play with Atlanta well. We just do not. And we, if we're going to change the dynamic, we got to beat the Braves. That's just as simple as that. Uh, I'm not worried about the Mets. I'm not worried about the Phillies.
0: I'm certainly not worried about the Nationals. Well, but the Phillies scare me a little. They, I mean, they're but a they on fire. I mean, I mean, they've got really good pitching, and they're they're they've got some weak spots in their lineup that they need to address. Um, but overall, they gave the Braves all they could handle up there at Philly. So yeah, they not like I said they're. When Noble's pitching they're a really good team. So All right. Um, so good luck to the Braves tonight. they got the twins, as we mentioned. And then the last thing I've got, guys, before, unless you've got something else, the NBA draft was this past weekend and uh, had three players that ended up going in the NBA draft. Um, Jalen Slauson ended up going in the second round. He's out of Furman University. Um, and then you look at Gigi Jackson. He went 45th overall, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. And then Tyler out of uh, Carolina, then uh, Tyler... Or Tyson Hunter out Tyson. of Clemson. Yeah. He went um, 37th.
2: Went in Bayou's demand. Yeah. I'm just going to tell so you. Re- so
0: <laughs> Hunter's yeah. going to, uh, what, Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, he's going and to And that's, that's a need
2: for him. Yeah. They need a, a shooter like that there. Mm-hmm. The ones I wanted to talk to you about, though, are the brothers. that went back to back. The two Thompson twins or whatever. Um, <laughs> Amen and Assure. So, now, I guess when the first one came out, the daddy said, amen, and when another twin decided to pop out, he says, a sore. (laughs) But these guys are the real deal. Uh, The the funniest one was the youngest of the two, one went fourth, and the other one went fifth. They said, well, what do you think when you went fifth? He said, and in his words, you have to edit this. He says, Hell. I wasn't expecting to go (laughs) 15th to go fifth, but my brother go ahead of me. He said, I never thought I'd be drafted because my brother's that much better of a player than I am. And I just thought, after they started the conversations and interviewing these guys, their parents built them for this. And this is what I'm saying about NLS and stuff. They had a a game board that they would have up there, a bulletin board, and they would put their stats up there each game. One of the requirements for both players was they put their stat – improvement for next game they were brought up to be professional basketball players and they their parents would tell you that was the guideline for it funny thing is mom's a doctor dad's a lawyer they don't need the money <laughs> so, but it, it instilled in these boys that if you have a bad game then you put up there what you need to do to correct yourself you'll be a better player well,
0: and what it taught them was hard work it is and that's and what that's it, yeah. It, it 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 teaches you how to win and lose. It teaches you how to make improvements. Um it teaches you the life skills that you need. But a Jalen Swanson man, I that's incredible to come out of Furman. Um
2: because like I said without him this year that team would not have made the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and he's going to Sacramento,
0: yep. where he's also going to yeah, Memphis.
2: So. He's going to I, and I don't, you know, I'm, I've never been a Gigi Jackson fan, but I don't mind him being in Memphis. I mean, uh, but Tyson, I mean, the kids, and that's where this NBA whole draft went with every one of these kids, from Scoot Henderson to, to the rest of the crowd. I mean, it, it was a fun draft to watch. And if you, got, if you didn't see Stephen A. Smith's Fortnite that jacket. That,
0: that, Sorry, I didn't uh, see it.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, you will in a second because I'm going to go back and show you that. He had a hot, fuchsia pink suit. And a and a top hat, and this cat was looking. And I'm gonna tell you something. I he give was then, I was give like him that. he does. <laughs> I was giving him I give him a lot of crap about his show, Stephen A. Smith's show. I'm gonna tell you something. If he talks basketball, he knows what he's talking about. Anything else, you don't have to listen to him. But if he's talking NBA, he knows his game, and he still don't like the Cowboys. So rock it <laughs> and rock that suit. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> I'm done. Other than the fact that that uh, like I said, if we, I. I want to do it. I'm a, I want him to judge it, but I, I want to do this hot dog thing, and I want to do this thing out here at the fountain. It's gonna be hot, guys. But I say we do a we do the we do a Saturday podcast, and we do this thing, and we do it right, and because I, I understand it. I know Carolina Fry's putting it on, but one of the contestants is gonna be doing a Howard-based hot dog, which I think is gonna be cool. So other than a 52, you might see a Howard's wiener up the up there, up there. So <laughs> I don't know what he wants to call it. We'll let him make that decision, but uh, I think it'll be a fun time to do it, and it kind of gets us out to actually meet people during the barbecue festival. If you got time to do it,
0: well, I'll have time to do it. So, it, it, and like you said, we'll have
2: Willie there. if he's at, if he's going somewhere. Well, Willie might be out of town too, but it kind of brings us in. I don't want to judge this thing by no means because yeah. mayor's got people for that, and it's going to be hot.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so, we'll see. But I think it's just cool. It'll be another way to help Howard, and I like the fact that she's representing him, and and so we'll support it. And like I said, if you eat two hot dogs or three hot dogs, we're going to have a good time doing it. Cause I'm not Bloody gonna you. do it. You ain't catch <laughs> that. Now look, Willie, Willie. Willie's right here. I, I would bet you, man. Willie could probably eat eight or eight or ten, but I ain't dipping that damn bun in no water. <laughs> and it's what eight
0: minutes you get? Does yeah, you get. Make? Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's
2: not like I. Because I, I mean, Willie, we have eaten enough together. I, I could eat twenty pieces of pizza in if in eight minutes, probably, and you can too. But I mean, <laughs> hot dogs. If, if it's if it's up there and ramming it down, just give me the Winnie itself, and you got the bun back. I mean, how many? <laughs> See, there you go. So, Willie needs to be representing Lakeland Sports guys.
0: <laughs> All right. I, I vacate my spot to you. <laughs> no,
2: I, no, no. I can tell you why Willie's not hey, going to do it. He walked in and
1: out. Willie's
2: not doing it because Carolina Prize is a hot dog vendor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and Willie ain't doing it for that reason. So, yep. <laughs> But anyway, we'll, we'll let the, the, the crowd know where we'll be out there or not. And if we are coming out and joining us, tell us what you want to talk about. NIL Portal, you handle it. Portal, I'll do NIL. Oh, <laughs> no. You,
0: I'll just sit here and... the contest. ...referee. There you go. (laughs) All right, make sure to come out to Howard's on Main. We'll be here uh, Thursday. Make sure to join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. The twice-baked potato with a ribeye steak sandwich is the special of the day. Make sure to tell your friends, tell your office to come on out and support uh, Howard and his staff. They do a great job of serving great lunches, breakfasts as well, and they're going to be busy, busy during the Festival of Discovery, which is coming up here in about a week. It's going to be busy, busy. (laughs) It's going to be fun. Look forward to meeting you and seeing you. Until then, he's Chris Cox. I'm Tom Carroll. That's Dan Spivey. Willie's over in the corner. We are the Lakeland Sports Guys.